Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Monday, the 25th of October. Today, perfect Paddy breaking records in the NBA, the NRL hits its first anti-vax speed bump, and we say goodbye to one of our best ever throwers. But first... Cricket? Nobody understands cricket. you got to know what a crumpet is to understand cricket. Not really. You score the most runs, you win the game. And that is what the Aussies managed to do in their opening match of the T20 World Cup against South Africa over the weekend. Just. Ah, Marcus Steiner sees Australia home. They didn't come easy, but in the end it did come their way and it means an awful lot to this Australian team. With just two balls to spare, Marcus Stoinis brought up the winning runs, Australia successfully chasing down South Africa's meagre total of 118. Man of the match Josh Hazelwood set up the win, taking two for 19 from his four overs, but he was ably supported from the rest of the bowling attack. Good job. Really good job. What's concerning, though, is that the Aussie top order failed again. Opener David Warner only scored 14. Fellow opener and captain Aaron Finch was dismissed for a duck. And number three Mitch Marsh was out for 11. I dare you to do better. But never fear. Australia's next game is until Friday against Sri Lanka. That's plenty of time for someone to figure out how to bat properly. And if you've missed anything so far, you can catch up on all the action with KO Minis. The NBA is back. And as it celebrates its 75th anniversary, two Aussies are making headlines for different reasons in the early stages of the season. So, let's start with Ben Simmons. Certainly the tone and tenor of this really four-month standoff between the Sixers and Ben Simmons changed today. He came into the team's facility, told the medical staff, Doc Rivers and his teammates, that he wasn't ready mentally to meet his own expectations to play, and he's going to seek professional help. As reported by ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski, the Aussie All-Stars' attempts to get a trade out of Philadelphia that saw him fined over $2 million by his team for failing to show up to pre-season training have taken a somewhat more serious turn, with Simmons now seeking professional help for his mental health. And the Sixers, listen, they're being supportive, and they're going to make sure that all of their assistance, all of their resources are available to Ben Simmons and listen, they were very aggressive leading up to this and wanting to get him on the court. But with what he told them today, uh, it changes the tone of it. And now the Sixers will work with Ben Simmons, you know, to try to get to a place where maybe he's able to return at some point. But not everyone buying Ben's newfound mental health struggles. They're going to say the right things because you have no choice. If a guy is telling you, listen, I'm not ready mentally, I'm just not there, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, you might believe that to some degree, but in your mind's eye, you're raising that eyebrow and you're saying, well, this might allow you to get to stay home and not play and still get paid. So you better believe the Sixers going to talk to the league office. The Sixers going to talk to a few people. They're paying attention to what's going on. They're going to give them the benefit of the doubt. But trust me, it's with the proverbial raised eyebrow. Make no mistake about that. ESPN's Stephen A. Smith not afraid to speak frankly on the sometimes touchy subject of mental health. Personally, my thoughts are with Ben. Because no one's perfect, right? Mills. Oh, yeah. A three ball for Patty Mills. Seven for seven from three. Well... No one's perfect except, of course, Paddy Mills, who was perfect in his debut for the Brooklyn Nets in their season opener last Wednesday, knocking down seven three-pointers from seven attempts. But unbelievably, over the weekend, Paddy was at it again. Oh, this wasn't a dream, Vanessa Amorosi. This was reality. 
Mills stayed perfect from behind the three-point line, hitting three three-pointers in the Nets' come-from-behind win over the Ben Simmons 76ers. Knocked outside, Durant. Patty Mills, does the streak continue? It does! Patty Mills is not human! Mills has now hit 10 from 10 behind the arc to start the season. It's going to be some kind of a record! It is. Mills is the first player ever to hit 10 straight triples to start a season, breaking the previous record of eight straight. So we tip our hat to whoever that previous record holder was. Out to Patty Mills for three. Yeah, it was Patty. Patty broke his own record. And by the time you're hearing this, Patty may have either extended his perfect run or ended it when the Nets take on the Charlotte Hornets this morning. Look at the furor we had in rugby league when guys wouldn't get the flu shot. There's a storm brewing, mate. There's a big storm coming because I can bet your bottom dollar we're going to have up to, I reckon, close to maybe 40 players in the NRL who won't get vaccinated. Rugby league legend Mark Gore on Triple M's Rush Hour last week predicting troubled waters ahead for the NRL as the league attempts to navigate its COVID vaccination policy ahead of next season. But according to Danny Wildler in the Sydney Morning Herald, the ocean, it's already angry. It has begun! According to Wilder, Bulldogs English forward Luke Thompson has reportedly told the club he does not want to be vaccinated. The problem there is that the club has reportedly told all players that they will need to be double vaccinated when pre-season kicks off on November 1. What does that mean? Well, it means that Luke Thompson might officially be the first NRL player to lose his job over the COVID vaccine. The NRL, in the meantime, is hoping to establish a set of rules for those players who are vaccinated and a different set of rules for those who aren't in an attempt to avoid an AFL-style no-jab-no-play policy. But I'll leave the last word on this one to MG. I get the reluctance. I really do. And I I get the reluctance because of very strong beliefs against vaccinations. But when you're given a 10-year window, if you're lucky to set yourself up for life, to take that potential opportunity away from you and your family could be one you'll probably regret for a long, long time. Round four for the event leader and defending champion, Danny Stevens. She's going to take a big, deep breath and exhale and just watch her shoulders relax and sets herself for a huge throw. After 12 years at the top of the discus pile, Aussie Danny Stevens can finally relax her shoulders for good. Stevens announced her retirement from athletics yesterday, having competed at her fourth Olympic Games this year in Tokyo, despite having had neck surgery just last year after she shattered her C4 and C5 in a gym accident. Stevens burst onto the scene in 2009 when she won the World Championship at just 21 years of age, the youngest woman to ever claim the title. Danny, what a thrill. How was it standing up there? It was fantastic. You feel like king of the world up there. It's just, your name gets announced and that you're world champion and it's just an amazing feeling. I'm the king of the world! Stevens retires as a two-time Commonwealth gold medalist and will now presumably spend her time dominating games of frisbee at her local park. And that is your fast, fun hit of sport for Monday, the 25th of October. Don't forget, if you're enjoying the podcast, share the sporting love with a friend. I'm Liam Flanagan. Catch you tomorrow on The Scorecard. Listener.